The lockdown here in the Boston area is unprecedented, and most of my colleagues live in the affected area. The world's Jeb Sharp lives in Cambridge. That's where the two suspected bombers lived most recently. And this morning, Jeb went out to check in with friends and neighbors. I wasn't scheduled to work today. I slept in after four days of intense coverage of the bombings. But when I did wake up, it was to a text from my daughter's vacation week theater camp saying they were canceling the day's program, quote, due to concerns about public safety. Suddenly I was wide awake. There was a long stream of other texts from colleagues. I called the newsroom to find a small crew already at work, despite the fact that pretty much everything else in the city is shut down, including public transport. Then I ventured out into the eerie calm of our street, normally busy at rush hour, but today dead quiet, except for on-again, off-again sounds of sirens, helicopters, and the occasional car. It was an overcast morning with a steady breeze and an occasional odd sprinkle of rain. I went to visit my friend Alicia Abbott across the street. She had sent her seven-year-old daughter next door, away from the TV news. And she told me this feels different from the drama of earlier in the week. When the explosions happened at the Boston Marathon, you know, it was over the river. I, I wasn't at the marathon. It affected me. I felt anxious about it. But this is strangely close. And this idea that we would be in lockdown uh, here is, is definitely more surreal. You know, I'm, I'm also feeling just antsy, like I don't want to stay inside and... Um, I've been feeling eager for information, but if my daughter's around, I feel like I can't listen to the radio. And so I feel like people who are in other parts of the country, much farther away from Watertown, might even be more, more Two informed more than me. state police and a Cambridge police car. No sirens, but lights. Here's sirens. Um, I think there's part of me that, because I, I lived in New York for so many years, kind of dismisses, like, oh, it's not really that bad. Um, but um, I also know that there was an SUV that was um, taken at, at gunpoint last night, um, and things can happen if there if there's been questions of explosive devices. Um, you know, you don't know where things might be, so there is a sense of of anything can happen. I left Alicia on her front porch, looking out over the street. And then I went on to visit the terrorism expert, Jessica Stern, who lives nearby. What's the latest? Her stepson had called with the news at 6 a.m., and since then she's been playing the dual role of Cambridge citizen under lockdown and terrorism expert making media appearances. She's frustrated by the lack of resolution, the sense of not knowing what's going to happen. I realized that I've been psychologically trying to solve this crime and I've been very, very frustrated that I haven't been able to figure it out. And it's been an incredibly emotional week. Jessica Stern says the news that the suspects might have a Chechnya connection brought up a stream of different thoughts, including work she's done about how young people become radicalized. How it, it's often disgruntled individuals who are very confused about their identity, who feel neither fully American or fully Western, but also need something, uh, need some identity, and they, they, can, they can end up falling into some kind of movement that may actually have nothing to do with 
where they're originally from. Their parents may be horrified. We see this again and again. She acknowledges there's nothing firm yet about a possible motive and, like others, is struck by the overwhelming law enforcement response. She offers some advice and perspective on the dangers. Even today, it's important to realize that the best thing you can do is wear your seatbelt and take care of your kids. It's really uh, because this is such a visually um, astonishing event. It, it grabs us in a way that ordinary activities that might actually put us more at risk don't. Um, so that's something to bear in mind, that events that are visible in a, a big way alarm us out of proportion to the actual danger. That was a comforting thought as I left Jessica Stern's house and turned toward work. The streets were still empty, and I kept thinking the cops would pull me over for being out there. One did pull out and follow me for a stretch, and then he turned off, seemingly satisfied I was not a threat. It was a relief to arrive at work and be out of that no-man's land out there, full of sirens and barricades where nobody knows what will happen next. For the world, I'm Jeb Sharp.